This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. We're pleased to uh, once again be joined by the great Jordy Collada, the go-to source there for LSU news and notes, not only on uh, the football team, but basketball, but uh, year-round. He does his show, The Jordy Collada Show. I check it out every morning on YouTube. Jordy, thanks again for joining the show. I really appreciate you. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me back on, man. Yeah, and I know it's going to be some negativity here in just a second, but uh, I want to start with the positive how was your trip out there to the West Coast? And, uh, man, you found what is, in my opinion, is the gym. I used to live out there, Santa Barbara. I mean, if I, when I retire, if I can afford it, that's my spot. So can you tell us how the trip went out there? Oh, it was fantastic, man. I mean, just the opportunity to go out there and, you know, bring my son and our family and go out there and experience just a, a great part of the world, you know, something that's so um, you don't get an opportunity to really experience every day the Pacific Ocean and the mountains and the climate and the vegetation and the palm trees and uh, getting up to Santa Barbara for a day and a half was was really cool, man. And driving around LA and all of the stories and all of the sights and all of the the, the pictures that we were able to, to to capture was really cool. So um, it was a fantastic trip. You know, I mean, the low point obviously was the football game, but. Even with all of that, even in the loss, it'll be a, a trip that we remember forever. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the great thing about these home and homes, you know. I mean, it gives you and your, like you said, you and your family an, an opportunity to go out there and visit. And had this game taken place in Arlington or Atlanta or, or wherever the hell they got these non-conference games, you're really not getting the full experience, are you? No, you're really not, man. It, it really was cool to get in there and, and see some of the traditions that UCLA sticks with and some of the things that they – play around with and um, the recruiting that goes on there. It was real cool just to see uh, another part of the world, the way that college football is celebrated and somebody else's traditions in a beautiful venue. Uh, it was it, it, it was really cool to, to, to get over there and check it out. So, of course, uh, it went downhill from there once the kickoff started. Uh, initial impressions on LSU and uh, how troubling is it that um, for the second year in a row, we've got a completely new staff, yet it Looks like the same old LSU on defense. They just, I mean, they got their uh, their damn ass handed to them by Chip Kelly. No, they did, man. They just weren't prepared. You know, I mean, if you if you watch the game, I mean, some of the things that that, that we were uh, um, that we were watching uh, from a standpoint of just you know scheme on scheme, man on man. I mean, it was clear and evident that UCLA was the more prepared and better football team. Um, and you know, from everybody that we spoke to and you know, just watching the game, I mean, it falls at the feet of the coaches, you know, I mean, for for the the recognition not to be there and, and really what they needed to do to have a team that they could put out there and, and think could be competitive. I mean, just obviously it was not done. And, um, you know, it just kind of seems like the same story, uh, the same storylines continue to haunt LSU um, here for another season under Ogeron. And I don't know about you, but when I think of Coach O – aside from being a, a recruiter and a defensive line coach, I think of toughness. I think of, uh, you know, winning in the line of scrimmage 
And that, to me, is the most troubling thing here is, is you go to the West Coast and you get dominated on both lines of scrimmage, I thought, by, the, by a UCLA Bruins team that I don't know if they have a player that LSU would take over one of their own linemen. Uh, what, what, to you, is the most disturbing thing you saw from uh, LSU on the field? Well, I think, the, you know, I mean, the, the, the lack of preparedness in, in, in both sides of the ball. I mean, remember, you're breaking in two offensive, you know, two new coordinators, an offensive and a defensive coordinator, and, and both of those guys showed uh, just how green they were, uh, both in the preparation and the play calling. Um, you know, I mean, LSU could not stop a crossing route to save their life versus Mississippi State last season, and again in the opening game, they fall victim to the same, uh, to the same stuff. So, you know, I mean, I, I just think the lack – uh, of uh, of fixing problems. I mean, the run game and the offensive line were were, were absolutely pathetic. Uh, and in you know, for them not to realize that in, in camp and, and take in uh, a game plan uh, that 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 would be just competitive uh, is very much head scratching. I think Ogeron had some comments after the game on Saturday that were that that were concerning. I mean, if you're you're listening to to the things that he's saying throughout fall camp, a lot of the stuff that he was talking about at the beginning of fall camp and which he wanted to accomplish were things that he was talking about last night that he wished that they would have addressed in fall camp. Well, I mean, you made it seem like you were talk, you know, trying to develop the run game and, 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 and paying attention to creating diversity in that, in that, that attack. And then, you know, he seemed like he was the, the, the most surprised by the lack of efficiency uh, on Saturday night. So, I just think that there's some some overly concerning things when you look at the program beyond uh, the inability to really play competitive uh, football like they did last weekend uh, versus UCLA. I mean, it's it's easy to look at the game and say what was going on, but if you look a little bit deeper, it seems like there's an overall program, you know, a, a, a problem within the program uh, that, that that's tough to ignore. Yeah, and no, I think it's compounded by the fact, uh, of course, we've all seen the clip, uh, sissy blue shirt. I mean, UCLA is just having the time of their life with that comment at this point. Given the fact that uh, this is going on two years now where the football team is is losing to teams they shouldn't lose, uh, how much does this hurt Coach O standing in, in Baton Rouge with the people that really matter? Uh, well, I, I think they've been paying attention to it for, for some time now, and uh, this last weekend, was a, a another um, just uh, catastrophic um, representation of public relations for Matt Ogeron uh, in in leading the program. I mean, on um, look and and nobody is out there it, it, telling Ed Ogeron how to live his life um, personally, mm-hmm. but but there's a built-in expectation of public relations when you accept the LSU head job or any public job that, that, that carries the type of notoriety and, and promotion that you're going to receive in that seat, that there, there is a PR standard that, that has to be upheld 365 days a year. And, and some of the personal things that you're going to have to sacrifice for that are just going to have to happen for 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 you to exist. And, you know, I mean, over the last year, there, there's been a ton of pictures come out. Uh, I say a ton. There's there, There's been, you know, a series of pictures that, that have come out uh, with him and, 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 and co-eds 
uh, you know, some have, have come out from uh, the bedroom, some have come out from poolside, some have come from walking down the beach, some have come out from, uh, you know, walking down the street. And he had another one pop up on Friday in downtown Los Angeles, 24 hours before his team's supposed to play. And look, it, it could have been a, a two minute stroll. It could have been a 30 second, um, you know, just, you know, crossing pass with a, his, his partner that was there with him in Los Angeles to watch the game with him. I, nobody knows the story, but what the, the story that social media tells is that he, he's out there chasing skirt the week of the game. And then 24 hours later, his team gets their teeth kicked in. You know, and they're not prepared and ready to go. And then throw on top of that, while he's walking into the game, you know, I mean, cameras catch him going back and forth with a fan in which he, you know, says to meet him on the field and kick his ass. It's just like, come on, man. Have a little bit of awareness and understanding of the position you're in and, and what goes along with that? And credit UCLA because I mean they have taken the the, the sissy blue comment and have turned it into a money maker. I mean they're making T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Their social media right now is the header. Uh, they they have made uh, hype videos around. I mean they they have turned him in and LSU into a meme. That they have turned them you know into a the, the butt of a joke. I mean it is. Um, it's 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 comical on 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 what the reaction has been and how UCLA has taken uh, you know another PR misstep by by Ed Ogeron and turned it in to something that will live on forever. I mean, I, I would imagine that UCLA would probably use the term of sissy blue shirts for at least the next twenty years with the way that they're running with it right now. All right, last thing for you, Jody. Uh, you know, of course, uh, LSU's got a couple cupcakes lined up here, but uh, then SEC play gets started here with a, a trip to Mississippi State. How big will that game be for Coach O? And, uh, you know, I, I know every situation is unique, so I, you can't make it an apples and apples comparison, but if he loses that game, could we see a, a, a repeat of what happened to Les Miles where they, they cut him in the middle of the season? Uh, I don't necessarily know if, if they can do that because I'm not sure on staff if they have somebody qualified enough to take over. Um, but, you know, I, I can tell you that they're, you know, every game is going to be uh, a pressure cooker mm-hmm. for, for Ed Ogeron because, like I said, I mean, his team is struggling on the field. And then you you compound that with, with some of the off-the-field stuff. And then LSU is still under investigation for some of the Title IX stuff that, that Ed Ogeron's name has been involved with um you know to 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 the degree um it has not been that harsh but it it cracks the door for administrators to to find a way to move him uh without having to pay a buyout and if that's possible uh and he continues to uh not understand the weight and the scope of the public relations that goes along with the job then you know it's it's going to be um, it, it could be a really quick hook, in my opinion, um, for for uh, finding a replacement on Ed Ogeron. I really do. I think that you know the seat and the temperature has turned up to a very hot status af- after this past weekend at UCLA, and it wasn't all just because of the outcome of the game. Yeah, and that's something you hit on on your show, the Jordy Collada show. Again, if you if you're not checking it out, you got to check it out. The powers that be have kind of a, addressed this with uh, Coach O and his his agent and whatnot. 
about uh, being more publicly aware. So, uh, I mean, it's it's very troubling when I when I hear comments like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the same thing. I mean, uh, if you know people are approaching uh, you and asking you to change the way that you are are doing things within your job uh, to, to to make sure that you can sustain and hang on you, you would probably react, you know what I mean? With a way that, um, you know, it, it would serve you better to, to stay there in the long term, And that just hasn't been the case. I mean, there's been conversations, there's been, um, there's been discussions with, uh, both Ogeron and his representatives on how to handle the public relations of the job and, you know, continuously it's disrespected. And I think, you know, all you got to do is look over the past 72 hours to see that from LSU standpoint. All right. He's Jordy Collada. Really appreciate him giving us the time on this such a busy day. And uh, thanks again, man. You are truly the, the go-to source there for LSU sports. Uh, so I appreciate you hopping on the line. Thank you, man. All right. I'll cut it right there. Thanks again. And again, please let me know if, if you ever need anything from me. Always, always happy to return the favor. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that very much.